1: Moo, mad cow, mad cow, mad cow,
2: mad cow, line, dance, song. Hey, Sign Guy Nation, welcome to the show here on another Friday afternoon. Happy Good Friday to all of you that celebrate that. Sign Guy and Coach Mike Jones, the coach with the most coming out from Coast to Coast. He doesn't mean to brag, but his favorite baseball player of all time is Ned Yost with you. Real fast before we jump into some interview today. If you're looking for some pro wrestling tonight, WCWO at the Outlaw Arena in Indianapolis, Indiana. Prestige Wrestling Night 1 of 2 in Portland, Oregon. Mega running in Miramow, West Virginia. H2O in Williamstown, New Jersey. And Pro South Wrestling in Piedmont, Alabama. Tomorrow night, you can find me at Northwest Pro in Vaughn, Washington, back at the Civic Center. New Era Wrestling in Shelbyville, Indiana. Prestige back for Night 2 in Portland, Oregon. The annual Paul Cade event in Salem, Indiana, to raise money for the Animal Shelter. BCCW in Muncie, Indiana. PWK in Plymouth, Indiana. AWE in Coldwater, Michigan refocused in Boonville, Indiana, DCW in Salt Lake City, Utah, and the UWF in Royston, Georgia. But without any further ado, I want to welcome our guest this week. We've been looking forward to her appearance here with us today. We have Demestra, the winged She-Cat. She is a wrestler promoter out of the Chicago area, and Miss She-Cat, Thank you so much for taking time to be with us. We definitely appreciate having you here.
3: Well, that's the meter star of the wing, She-Cat, and thank you very much. It is good to be here.
2: Well, since it is your first time with us, I will lead you off with the traditional first-timer question, what led to you getting into the business of professional wrestling?
3: I always loved the wrestling business and I always wanted to get into it and I just kind of met the right people, started training up and became a wrestling manager, started wrestling myself and then decided to take it to the next level. Been in the business for over 20 years now and I'm a co-manager with my, uh, my other partner, uh, Kevin Ultra. And the two of us formed a team called Retribution. And then I branched off and started my own promotion now with my co-promoter, Phil Christie, AWA superstar from back in the day. And uh, we are running now a promotion called The Alpha Bitches of Domination Wrestling.
2: Now, being that you have been in the business for 20 years now, Did you plan years ago to eventually get into the promotional end of things, or was starting your own promotion something that came to you more recently?
3: It was something that just kind of happened. Um, I was talking to Phil about how hard it is to rent a facility to promote in the Chicago area, And I was doing my other shoot job as a mistress. I am Mistress Feline. And I decided, why not coordinate the two jobs that I love together? Why not have my mistress job and my pro wrestling job combined? And then we can combine the kink fetish community with the wrestling community. And why not also involve the drag community and have drag shows as well? It's an interesting concept. It's not even ever been done before. And the more you think about it, there are a lot of kinky concepts in the wrestling business anyway. And that's pretty much how it came to be. So, yes, my show combines... Yes? I'll go ahead. I was just going to explain how our show is run out of a BDSM dungeon and how we combine kink and wrestling and dancing all together. And we put on a pretty amazing show and we just have plans to expand and get bigger and better than ever.
2: Now, when you are doing professional wrestling shows in the last say five to 10 years, were you seeing a lot of the crossover fan bases? Did you see people that you might have seen at drag shows, mm-hmm. that you might have seen at kink shows, that you might have also seen at professional wrestling shows? Or were you combining mm-hmm. this and hoping to draw out people that would go to mm-hmm. all three of them to come to the one show?
3: All of the above. All right. Definitely, all of the above. You have fans that from the Gothic community, fans from the wrestling community, and their interest is vast. And you have fans from are very close about some things, and fans some people that aren't, and they just don't know what's out there. And people want to come and see a show like this, and it just isn't there. And so, why not? May not do something different?
2: One of the things that is different that I read on a flyer for your most recent show than I have ever seen at any other wrestling show uh, on any other flyer, clothing was optional for the attendees for this. Do you have, at this point in time, a large number of fans that don't wear clothes? They take the option to not wear the clothes
3: whole thing is this if they choose to they can because we want to give them a true dungeon experience a lot a lot of wrestling fans have never been inside a dungeon and the thing is it, it does say it's over 21 show and it's a kink show and we're and that's basically what it is Give them the true dungeon experience they can see a lot of uh, demonstrations going on of some of the things that take place in a dungeon and and one of the things that we do offer them is after the show is over They have about an hour and a half to play in the dungeon if they choose to, if they choose not to leave, and do whatever they feel like doing, consensual, of course. And that's pretty much made understood. We offer a little bit more than what a regular wrestling show would offer.
2: Absolutely. I can definitely see that happening. It's a very, very unique concept.
3: I mean, seriously, um, when you people. go to a wrestling show, go ahead.
2: Oh, go right ahead.
3: How many times you go to a wrestling show and you say, I don't want to go home, I want to stay, and I want to hang out somewhere, I want to hang out with this wrestler. I want to come out and I want to do something. You still want to have the time of your life on that very night out, right? On a Saturday, Friday night, right? Nobody wants to go home at 10 o'clock at night, and let's face that, usually when the show ends. So we're going to give you a chance to stay, hang out in the dungeon and have a little bit of fun.
2: Now, your promotion is fairly new, and I'm sure there's a lot of people still getting word out on what it is that you do and things they can expect to be there. What are some Uh of the ways that you are learning as a promoter that is working to market the new company that, there's not really anything comparable to it that I have heard of before, but what are you finding works for you to get fans through the door?
3: Put word out in different communities. Put the word out pretty much. Internet. Basically, I go to different uh, websites on the Internet. that The crowd that we want to attract would notice it and – That's basically what we have to do. It's all marketing. Sponsorship and marketing is pretty much what it is. And word of mouth, like you heard about us. And once the DVDs go out, that's going to be more marketing. This is only our second show. You know, we learned we had a few bumps and hiccups in the show and we corrected everything and we just make the next one better than ever and correct that. And with anything, when you're a new company starting out, you just learn with each show you give. And we had more people than last show and we're just gonna aim to have even more people. Like I said, we're gonna be expanding and we got plans to do so. We had an amazing dance-off. We had an amazing hardcore match. And we have even more things to come.
2: You mentioned the DVDs, and I'm sure those are going to be a very popular item amongst the fans. Do you have a professional team running the DVDs as far as, Uh, production values and things of that nature or are using these more of a sort of like what ECW did years ago where you record the show, release it on DVD, and use that almost like a visual business card to get the word out?
3: I have different people putting together DVDs right now.
2: Now, like you said, the fan bases are a little bit different. You have the people that come from the kink show world, people that come from drag, people that come from pro wrestling. Is it a little bit harder for a company to educate the different fan bases on what your show actually is, or do you find that it's, fairly easy for the people coming to watch to pick up on what it is you're presenting to them.
3: Well, it's like with any other show. I mean, seriously, you're always going to show, see not just one form of entertainment when you go see a show. I mean, when you go on to go see a wrestling show, don't you want to see more than just wrestling? I mean, back in the day, when you saw WCW, you saw Nitro Girls, you saw dancers. Well, guess what? We got dancers. So we're giving you a wrestling show and something else. We're going to do kink demonstrations here. When we go to conventions, you could see a midget wrestling match, and you can also see what else is going on in the convention. It's kind of like that.
2: Well, it's just so my uh, co-host, a lot of Coach Mike, is with us, and I believe Coach Mike has some questions. So, Coach, take her away.
3: Okay. Hey,
0: thanks. How you doing? Oh, good. Coach Mike Jones, the coach with the most, coming at you from coast to coast, live in Puyallup, Washington. Welcome to the show. We're honored and blessed to have you on. And um, today's our, we have over 1,700 shows. Somehow Blog Talk Radio has got the, the count messed up, so seems like they're going backwards on our amount. I think we got 1,707. They got us at 1,704. So thanks for being on. Thank you. So who are some of your heroes growing up, whether it was wrestling, sports, or just ordinary life?
3: Well, I had to say Bret Hart was one of mine, and the Warrior was one of mine.
0: Okay, what about ordinary life?
3: Never really had one.
0: How about in regular sports?
3: You know what? I never found them entertaining. They always bored me. I always like more combat action. Okay. I was only into the entertainment.
0: All right. And then uh, do you know any uh, dominatrix in the
3: Northwest? I do. But I'm here uh, to promote myself right now. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going just... here to promote Mistress Feline. Okay, I was just wondering, because we know when uh,
0: Charlie Drown has her own deal here in Tacoma. I'm okay. not sure if you knew her.
3: Okay. Well, there's uh, many demonatrix that... and mistresses around, and I know a lot of, um, I love, I a lot of masters, too. But uh, we don't all know each other, but maybe eventually we will. It's good to network. Exactly. Did you play any sports in high school? I just step outside of high school. I was never really into my school. Okay,
0: uh, what sports did you I play? Or did, or did I did. Some, play? I did some
3: boxing. I did some boxing. I did some kickboxing. I was like combat sports.
0: Okay, yeah, was, that was my next question. What was your self-defense background? So, boxing and kickboxing mainly, and then wrestling.
3: Pretty much. I was. I always liked the combat. Okay. Never really liked any many... of the mainstream sports. I did play for fun with my friends all the time. I love okay. to shoot basketball. I love to mix it okay. up with a lot of the homies. That's, but that was always recreational.
0: All right. So in your 20 years, uh, have you done many different characters?
3: A little version here and there. It, any notable well, let's just say the chic had taken over. I okay. went from being a tweener, heel, face, and now I'm also kind of promoting my mistress character. But I only did that with my company. Okay, so what so, was? Some uh, of the most... Okay, excuse me. I'm like I'm saying, I combine both my careers together. So. Uh, People can look me up on FetLife, Mistress Feline. Look me up on FetLife, people. Okay. And then so what
0: was some of the most memorable matches you've either seen or been involved
1: with?
3: Well, pretty much I like to leave the past in the past. I'm just looking forward to the future now. Okay. I just manage my guy. Joey Mack, the latest member of my team, Retribution. And he was just in the card core match that he succeeded in winning, and I will be managing him on the 24th. All
0: right. And then uh, I know some of these questions have more than one answer, so feel free to have as many answers as as you like. Um, so who are, who's some of your favorite people to work
3: I'll work with anyone pretty much. Okay. I can't say really I have a favorite person to work against or work with. My favorite one is anybody who wants to work with me. All right. Anyone what about who has about a good your... attitude, anybody who loves the business, I have no problem working with them.
0: Okay. What about some of your favorite promotions besides the
3: ones you're already in? My favorite promotions? Can't believe to say I have any. My, my promotions are my favorite promotion.
1: Okay. Any promotion
3: I am with that, that that I am working with will be my favorite promotion of that night.
0: Okay. All right. So, uh, who were some of your toughest opponents?
3: Hm. I've had a lot of them. All right. Any, I have any to notable? say, it was on me. It was on me and my, my 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 me and my best friend Kevin Ultra went against each other.
0: Okay. All right. We'll have to look that up. And then uh, I'm sure Sign Guy would like to know what's your favorite
3: coffee to drink. Coffee to drink? <laughs> I don't drink coffee. I'm okay. hyper enough.
0: All right. That's good. And then what suggestions do you have for people wanting to get into the business? Find a good trainer. Okay, and then uh find a good trainer,
3: else? find a good wrestling school and make sure you're trained up right.
0: And do you have any schools you'd like to suggest?
3: Well, the place where I first started training is no longer in existence. So, but they definitely are out there. All right. I know some of my guys train out of Wrestle League, and they give it pretty high marks.
0: Okay, and then what? What's some of the places you've been to work, like different states and stuff?
3: I pretty much stay local—all the Chicago area, the Wisconsin area, and the Indiana area. But I will definitely uh, work anywhere I'm booked at.
0: Okay, are you familiar with Nikki Six? He's based out of Chicago. He ran a successful promotion. Yes, I am, so I very well. He's a good friend of mine, and we've had him on a few weeks back. Um, he, he got cut off at the start of the show. Well, first of all, he was late calling in, and then he got cut off at the start of the show. He told us he was probably going to be late, but he was later than we thought, so he got towards the end of the show. And he got cut off on the show, and then he got locked out of his show because the live show is only an hour long. <laughs> so we haven't been able to get him back. But yeah, we'll definitely tell him you said hi.
3: Well, so I know I, him
0: well. Have, have, you worked with him, I imagine.
3: I did work with him when he ran and his house have... with Buddha. I did actually work with for, with Nikki Six. Matter of fact, I managed somebody there.
0: Okay, yeah, and I guess his uh... – a. His deal's still going. He's not involved, but uh, the one that he started up is still going strong. And and, and do you have any uh,
3: Nikki Six stories for us? Not really. I can tell on the air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. What happens at the bar stays at the bar You know what I mean? Okay, yes, yes. So what's some of the
0: best feuds you've been in?
3: Feuds? Yes. Well, let's just say my team of Retribution is always stirring up feuds. We're the kind of team that can turn on each other at any minute. And uh, we just go after everybody. All right, cool.
0: So who's some of your favorite wrestlers All the guys I usually
3: match have been with hardcore people. Okay.
0: So who are some of the top wrestlers in Chicago that you know of?
3: Top people I want to put over or top people that are well-known in Chicago? Well, that you want to put over that you've uh, had experience with. Well, right now I'm here to talk about my boys and who I am putting over. So I'm going to talk about my latest team here because I'm basically building up my new faction. Retribution is collecting new workers and new people.
0: Okay, nice.
3: And then, yes. you know, I'm just, I'm just trying to fill out the show. We've,
0: we've got 35 minutes left. Uh, that's sort of a long time. But w- what else have you got coming up? <laughs>
3: Well, like I said, we have a show on the 21st in Hesperus, Wisconsin at the Sterling Chalet. Well, I'll be managing my guy, Joey Mack. And he's going to have a rematch against his, against his, uh, his once-time brother, Ben Alpha. This is the rematch from the hardcore match they had. So we will see what happens. And definitely, okay. I will be representing.
0: Nice. And then how do people get a hold of you?
3: Email. Email me, shecatlicks at gmail.
0: And then what's your other social media platforms?
3: Facebook me, Alpha Domination Wrestling.
0: And do you have YouTube?
3: We are working on getting a YouTube channel.
0: Okay, cool.
3: All right. Well, we
0: really appreciate you coming on. I'm sure Sign Guy's got some more stuff. We wish you all the luck in the world and continued success. Thank you so much.
3: Thank no you. No problem. Coach. It's been fun being on here.
2: Well, Miss Shecat, if someone out there today was interested in taking part in the Alpha Domination what would the process be for them to get considered?
3: You want to be a part of my company? Hit me up. Email me, Facebook me. Any kingsters out there? Anyone dancers out there? Hit me up. If you have an alpha talent, you want to strip stuff? hit me up. Everyone's a bitch in their way. FIT stands for being in total control of his or herself, and we give you that chance to do so.
2: All right, and it looks like we do have a caller on. I once to ask a question. Let's bring them on. Do we have the caller out
1: of Chicago? Okay, do you have me on? Yes. Okay, I'm Phil Christie. I'm her partner. Hello. Yeah, how you
3: doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's me. <laughs>
3: oh, we're doing great. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I've been hearing it here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, if you want to ask me some questions, I'll uh, answer them. Sure. Um,
2: same question I asked Ms. SheCat earlier. Sure, go ahead. At what point... In your career, did you decide you wanted to get into the promotional aspect of this business?
1: Oh, I would say when I was roughly around 15 years old, I worked for Fred Kohler. I set up rings for Fred Kohler. I used to sweep the Marigold Gardens for him. I used to set up rings and I always wanted to wrestle okay but i seen that the promotional end of it uh i would rather sign uh, sign the checks than uh than uh, get them because uh the money was just uh, there was just uh, more of money on that side so uh, when i was uh promoting this and that uh i found that out to be uh a pretty uh, lucrative uh, business and uh, the promotion that we have right now, I took her on and she took me on. It was kind of like a combination and uh, she's terrific at it. And uh, I also promoted with Angelo Papo, who is the macho man's father. So, uh, I've had pretty good partners.
2: Sounds like a very, very solid background for promoting for very sure. Very much so. Very much so. Now, this venture, of course, a lot different than what Fred Kohler would have ever put out there and <laughs> different than what the Paphos ever promoted. Yes. Was, yes. was this something that you... Did market research on and saw that there was a fan base that would support it, or was this something that uh, you just trusted your partner's instincts and got on board with it? What was the process like for you in determining this was the type of product you wanted to promote?
1: Well, number one, you have to trust, uh, trust the person that you're with, and I trust her completely. I trust her completely. Uh, she knows her side of it, I know my side. Uh, things have changed as far as wrestling's concern. Uh there's a lot of cowboys out there that really don't know what the hell they're doing. Uh but no, it it just came together one night and uh we just decided to see if it would uh you know, if we could possibly do it and uh it turned out that um we're just going to give it a try, you know. It's new, and uh, hopefully it'll uh, it'll uh, work. So it's not for everybody, you know. Over twenty one, uh, different, and uh, uh, that's about all I can say about it.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. Now, Missy Cat. Being an over-21 event, some of the venues that would be accessible to a standard wrestling show or even a standard drag show maybe would not be available to you because of the restrictions on age and uh, licensing and such a nature of that. Did you have... Any difficulties in securing a building when you decided to launch the first show?
3: Well, there's always going to be some kind of difficulty securing a venue. I mean, nothing's ever easy, right? But we made it happen. That's what matters. And uh, like I said, we have some other future endeavors, and uh, we're just going to go forward. Point is, we did do it.
2: Absolutely, you did. And
3: uh, we're going to be at this venue for a while, uh, hopefully. And we have other uh, venues lined up. Like I said, uh, I think I was talking to you before, we aim to run every four months. And, sk- and let's just skip the winter, because I don't like to run a winter. Mm. <laughs>
2: It can be rough in the Midwest in the winter for sure. Now, a lot of companies run into problems also with athletic commissions and state commissions of different natures that will try to prohibit things that they want to do. Are there any commissions in place In Illinois that you've had to deal with For your particular show Or are you pretty much able to run Things as you would like them
3: No Illinois commission Not that I'm aware of
1: No No Um, No it's wide open Right now so You know um, No we don't have to worry Worry about any uh, commission. I did when I was running, because we had the Illinois Athletic Commission here, but that was altogether different. And uh, this right now, as far as I'm concerned, no, there is no uh, no kind of uh, commission. So mm-hmm.
2: no put this to both of you, we'll go ladies first on this one, is there sort of a scouting aspect to what you've had to do in the last several months to get the promotion going? Do you have to go to the different types of shows and get a feel for who is out there and what they would be comfortable doing and that type of thing, or... Do you know enough people that you're able to just contact people and see if they would work for you?
3: Well, I know a little, a little bit of both. I mean, I know what I'm looking for. I know the attitude that I'm looking for. And I have enough contacts if I call them they can work for me, yes, that they're willing to do so. I've like got very good friends who are loyal to me. And then as far as with new people, I'm always scouting for talent. I'm looking for a same so kind of attitude? You, do you have
2: a pain in the scouting of things uh, do you look at talent or do you just use existing contacts?
1: What's this for is this for me yes, oh okay, well, you know something uh I just uh, I just take care of the wrestlers, okay? I don't care, uh, or, or, you know, the the other stuff's her, uh, her deal. Um, I just try to find guys that would want to work. Some guys do not want to work this show. They feel that uh, that's just not the right thing to do. They're not comfortable with doing it. Um, I see their point in a way, but I'll be very honest with you. Uh, As far as I'm concerned, these guys that are the weekend warriors and this and that, uh, I'm not real hot on them. I was never that way. When I got in this business, it was either go all the way or don't do it. And that was what I did. And um, just to work once a month or twice a month, Uh, no, it's, it's a very rough cut as far as I'm concerned. They work very hard. I'm not complaining about that. I'm just saying that their attitudes at times stinks. Um, I'm not happy with, uh, with the way that they uh, talk about me, especially, you know, I've been, I've been knocked down pretty well here, but, um, Yeah, I I just find guys that just would want to do it. That's all. The
3: problem we have right now is wrestling purists, and they're not ready for something new and want to talk before they actually experience. Well, you really can't say how something is without actually being there and seeing it live or seeing a video. You can't just hear something's going to happen until you've actually been there, and all people like to do is run their mouths, and that's what wrestling people do in the industry. They run their mouths. So it's like, you know what, shut up, see it for yourself, then talk while you want because that's all you're going to do anyway. That's my take on it.
2: That sounds like the wrestling industry for you, yeah. All right, well, Coach, did you have another question for either of them?
0: Yeah, um so who were some of your toughest opponents uh you've wrestled, sir?
1: Well, I've wrestled about just about everybody because I come from the golden age. I started uh I started nineteen sixty three and I retired nineteen seventy nine. So I wrestled uh Lufez, uh,
3: wow. Harley
1: Race, Ric Flair. I wrestled Ric Flair's fourth match. Um, who else did I wrestle? Uh, Chicago guys, Billy Gales, Johnny Gilbert, Nikolai Volkoff, Johnny Case. Uh, I've wrestled the chic, uh, Dick, the bruiser crusher, you name them. I've worked against them. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've worked against just about everybody. Uh, I had about 2,500 matches. I ran about a thousand shows. Um, I was not a top man, even though I did hold for a week the NWA Tag Team Championship in the Central States, which was Bob Geigel and Pat O'Connor and Gus Karras ran in Kansas City. And in my own promotion, uh, I held the belt for one day in 15 years, so. (laughs) Wow!
0: Sweet, that's very impressive. Who who were some of your heroes? I
1: had a great career.
0: Who were some of your heroes growing up?
1: Uh, Buddy uh, Rogers probably was the guy that I uh, I thought was just terrific. You know, you see the guys today, and all they do is hit and they throw people around. Buddy Rogers could wrestle, and he had a sneaky style and that style was just terrific. I mean, he could wrestle a clean guy, he could wrestle a dirty guy. Uh he just had a great style and I I wouldn't have to say he was one of them, but there was many. And there was a lot of guys that I could name and nobody would even remember these guys. But I wrestled them and they were great. They they were great workers. Uh when I'm saying workers, great wrestlers. I mean, they were great. Um a couple guys that really stand out in my in my estimation was a guy named Bob Capel, who was a hometown guy here. I must have wrestled him a hundred times, and every match wow. was was every uh, every match was good. I mean, we had things that uh, we didn't have to talk about anything. All we did was say, "Well, we'll see, uh, I'll see you in the a ring and go twelve minutes or whatever it is." Um, Billy Gales was a another guy. He was a um, junior heavyweight champion. Um, I started when I was when I was about seventeen, okay. And I never really had a trainer, but I worked at the gyms and I watched people, and I and I caught on to a lot of this stuff. Uh, when you're first in this business, the best thing to do is to keep your mouth shut, your ears open, and listen. And then you got to subtract the stuff that is good to the stuff that might be BS. And there was a lot of that. And um, uh, yeah, there was a lot of guys that I that I that I really thought were terrific. Um, Hans Schmidt was another guy, the German. Uh, I went down to Dallas, and I and I worked for Fritz Von Erich. Well, Fritz Von Erich had a booker called Gary Hart. Well, Gary Hart, we trained. We also trained the woogie boogie man, Jimmy Valiant. And we also tra- I trained the guy that killed Bruiser Brody, Jose wow. Luis Gonzalez. And this guy was a total jerk from day one. He had a great talent, and he worked for me two matches, and I got rid of him. I, I I just got rid of him. In fact, I got rid of Jimmy Valiant, too, because he just wouldn't listen. And, uh, you know, when I'm putting up my uh, money, I uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to lose it. And with these guys, they just wouldn't listen. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I'm paying you and you do things exactly the way that I want them done. So, uh, yeah, he was a real pain. So, uh. But then again, you know, they went on uh, WWE. Uh, he's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, Angelo popo Macho Man. I never used him and I could have. And the reason I never used him or Lanny Poffo was for the simple reason. They were going to beat all my guys, and then they were going to take off. Well, that wasn't going to happen. So, uh, you know, I come from an era that's altogether different. Uh, I've done things that none of these guys will ever do. You know, when yeah, I was in awesome. Tennessee, you had you had black people on one side, white on the other, okay? You're never going to see, uh, see that. I wrestled a, a 700-pound grizzly bear. Wow. Okay? You're never going to see that because the animal people are going to say, hey, you're hurting the bear, right? Okay. Happy
3: we'll animals. Uh,
1: I also <laughs> had a little incident with a goat uh, at Stu Hart's
3: house. <laughs> I love this story.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't want to get into that story too much. Oh, it's was hilarious. Was,
3: uh, You've it got, was it. You bit- got it. You got it.
1: Feed him my like okay. call. Maybe not. Okay, okay, what happened? Uh, uh, how much time do we have? You
0: got another uh, 16 minutes, it
1: looks like. So, okay, okay, here's what happened. Uh, myself and Bill Howard went up to Calgary to work two weeks. I always went to a place uh, for a couple weeks, and uh, just to get, uh, get my name out there, and just to get away from here. So we went up to Calgary. Well, from here to Calgary is an awful long ways, and took like about two days to get there. And we went to Stuhart's place, and uh, we went in, and uh, me and him didn't get along at all, from from the minute I'd seen him. Anyway, I said, "Well, I got to go to the bathroom," and I I went up to the second floor, and I opened the door, and all of a sudden a goat. Come shooting out, and I and I went back and I hit the wall and pictures were falling and, and all of a sudden <laughs> the goat ran downstairs and I, I finally I went downstairs. Uh, uh, Stu Hart was having a fit. He was saying, "Oh my God, that kid's he's destroying our house." Uh, his wife was there, Helen. He's destroying our, our house and this and that. And I'm saying to myself, what is what this guy talking about? Since when do you have a goat in a damn bathroom? So anyway, I go downstairs and he's complaining to his wife. Oh, what did you do? You ruined our house. And, it's, you know, I didn't know what to say. And then he started making comments to me. He said, "Well, you look kind of scrawny and this and that." And I'm saying to myself, "Oh my God! In heaven's name, I want to go back home." And it was, if it wasn't for Helen, I would have went. She was a sweetheart, but yeah, it was a it, it was um it was something that really uh, I mean that goat almost decapitated me. Oh, if he wow. was a little lower. Uh, oh boy! I mean, uh, <laughs>
3: it's a problem. and
1: I could I couldn't wait to get the heck out of there. I was I was ready to go back home right away. And uh, what happened when we were leaving? The last day, we went to pick up our check, and uh, uh, Helen Hart says uh, says to me, "Oh, well, I hope to be seeing you fellows a, a, another time." And I said, "Oh yeah, sure." My God, the minute that we got out the door, I said, I wouldn't come back here for $1,000 a week.
3: (laughs) I was so happy to
1: get out of it. I mean, it was a total nightmare. The trips were long. The showers were cold. Uh, The women was terrible. Uh, (laughs) The hotel sucked. You name it, it was bad. All right. Yeah, but that's an experience. I know everybody loves Stuart. Well.
3: Me and him didn't go along very
1: well.
0: So, okay, so (laughs) actually there's like 13, 14 minutes left. That's just of a live show. We could actually go two hours, but sign guy's sort of a stickler on trying to keep to an hour. But uh, I got one more question. But before that, I want to give my plugs real quick. Um, I could be reached at Coach Mike Jones, the coach with the most. Coach Mike Jones on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also check me out on the NGW Green Room and uh the real school army. And then also I'm doing the Seattle Mariners organizational report right now also. But my last question is what's some of your most memorable matches either you've been involved with or seen?
1: Um well, I helped set up the ring for the Pat O'Connor Buddy Rogers match at Sox Park. I hey. was like, uh, yeah, that was sixty-one, so that made me fourteen. Yeah, fourteen years old. I was born nineteen forty-seven, and that was in sixty-one. So I was fourteen years old setting up that ring for that match, which was uh, probably. Uh, a, a, at the time the match was a great match in that but it was the turning point in wrestling because the the uh, uh Vince McMahon in, in the East didn't want to let Buddy Rogers go to 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 uh, a lot of the uh, uh towns like St. Louis Florida which was NWA and that turned into a big problem Wow. Uh, finally they just started the WWWF Uh some of the matches um Rick Flair was was about his fourth match, yeah. That was uh that was something different uh Oh god. Um The Sheik was an interesting match. Uh <laughs> just the way he was. Um, I didn't really have, you know, there were so many matches that I thought that, that were just good. Uh, I, I don't have one match that, uh, that stands out watching him in that. Yeah. I watched, uh, I watched the best guys around Terry Funk. Uh, I wrestled him uh, a couple of times down in uh, Texas. Um but that Rogers oconnor match is the one match I think that stands out. And Rogers and Johnny Valentine. A lot of people have forgotten about Johnny Valentine. Johnny Valentine was one heck of a guy. I never oh, yeah. wrestled him, in, and thank God that I didn't, because that guy was pretty rough. Uh, you know, he uh, <laughs> I wrestled his son, Greg Valentine, and he was a nightmare. So. Oh, wow. But yeah, I I I can't, you know, the, you know, there were so many guys, just so many guys that, that that were great wrestlers that nobody will ever remember. Uh the younger kids today will not know them. But, uh I did and uh I have no uh, re, uh regrets in this business at all. I've okay. been a damn good hey. life. I've been a damn good life, and I I can't complain one bit. So
0: Hey, I'm sure Sign Guy would like to know what what's your favorite coffee to drink.
1: My favorite coffee? Oh, just black. I, I don't <laughs> I don't have a favorite. I don't go for the fancy stuff. No particular brand. brand? You name it, and I'll drink it. No, okay. I, 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 I know <laughs> Folgers. You want me to say Folgers is my favorite? But I mean, my God. I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not fussy. Trust me, I'm not fussy. So,
0: all right. Well, I know hey, she I wanna doesn't wish you, drink coffee. So I want to thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. We're grateful. I want to wish you all this continued success in the world. And thanks again. And then right now, you guys have all Jesus uh, about ten minutes to plug and promote anything you like and what well, you got coming you know up.
1: something you know, something. I would hate to leave you, but I got to get going right now. So you're gonna oh, you're okay. gonna have to talk with her. Chill okay. Chill. She'll chill I'll talk to you later. Okay. Take care, guys. Aye. Aye. Thank Aye. you.
3: Good hearing from you, man.
2: All right, Miss Sheikat, anything you would like to say to the listeners, plug and promote anything and everything. Floor is yours.
3: Check out my Facebook, Alpha Domination Wrestling, and check out my personal page, Wing She the Meter Star. I uh, you can also check out Slam and Championship Wrestling. Uh Sunday the twenty fourth. It'll be uh, the twenty-fourth it'll be at uh, uh, twelve seventy one, Wisconsin one seventy five, Stilling in Chalet in Hispertus, Wisconsin. So uh, check it out where I'll be managing my latest retribution member, Joey Mack, and the Tibetrust will be there with me. So uh, definitely check us out and uh, Keep. I will definitely keep you guys posted cry out for me. The alphabet of domination has taken over not only Chicago, but definitely everywhere else, all over the universe, right? That's what we want to aim for.
2: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And, Ms. Sheikat, it's been an absolute pleasure having you and your partner here today on the show. I want to wish you the Best of success as you continue to grow your company, and I look forward to the release of the DVD.
3: All right. That's SheCatLix. That's Gmail. Email me, people. Peace.
2: All right, fans, if you are in Chicago and you are of the legal age of 21 and over, make sure you check out the Alpha Show. It's a very, very interesting mix of different worlds. I think people will enjoy it if they are into the various different worlds. Make sure also this week you can find me at Northwest Pro tomorrow night in Vaughn, Washington, back at the Civic Center. And then Sunday I will be back in Portland for blue-collar wrestling. Sunday on the show we have second-generation star, Ginny Santana, daughter of Tito Santana, with us. It'll be a fantastic time. Coach, you hit your plugs. You got your uh, baseball organizational report on the YouTubes later today. Opening day for the Mariners, am I correct? It is.
0: Marco Gonzalez is on the mound. He doesn't have much success against the Astros in um uh... You know, we just hope that he can rebound and and, and start doing better against the Astros. And last year he started off slow and finished strong, and we're hoping he gets it going a little sooner this year.
2: And we hope we get some Reg reports out of this YouTube series you got. But uh, fans, definitely be safe out there and continue to support. We will be back with you Sunday afternoon with Jenny Santana. And then... One week from today, you can find us right back here, so make sure you have plans, and we'll talk to you soon.